Yes, and welcome. My <laughs> 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 voice broke. Yes, and welcome to the proper podcast. How are we all doing, people? Thank you for joining us once again. Sorry for my absence last week. We'll talk about that in a minute, but this is the big one. It's fight week, baby. Joshua versus Wallin, Parker, Wilder, Dubois, Miller, Hergovic, Demori. Fuck no, who gives a fuck about that one? But there's loads of others <laughs> up a tire. Oh, mate, it's a fucking mega Saudi night. Can't fucking wait. So we are going to be delving deep into that bad boy. We're going to be talking about a little bit of Bam Edwards as well. Josh Kelly, a little bit of John Fury. The old Tyson camp seems to be going a little bit skew with at the minute. He's not happy. Uh, Chris Eubank Jr., he's had his little rant. The old Eubank-Ben fight has finally fucked off. Maybe it's a good thing, who knows. But anyway, yes, we'll be talking about all that. But first, I'm joined by my pals, Johnny B and Kaya. Johnny B, how are you, bruv? I'm good. I can't believe the day of reckoning is nearly here. Cannot believe it. Um, I'm all excited. Like, we've just seen Bam... Edwards, like that, unbelievable. We're going to speak about that at a minute. But yeah, feeling Christmassy. Just been to a, a kids' carol concert at the church, and uh, that was all fun. It's got me all festive. Had a few beers last night, so I'm a little bit tender. But I'm going to bring some violence today because I've got a few things to say. Because I know we're going to talk about Chris Eubank Jr. later, going down the IBO route. And um, John Fury had his little rant, didn't he, about Tyson Fury? The camp is in decline. When John Fury speaks. Do people listen? Some people do, some people don't. But beneath all of the clamour, it does talk a lot of sense, I'm telling you, John Fury. So we're going to get into that later as well, which I'm interested about. And uh, yeah, the day of reckoning is coming. So uh, can't wait to get into it, boys. Yes, Kai. How you doing, boys? How you doing? Do you know what? I'm a bit ropey. Not going to lie. I did have a... I ain't stopped boozing. Just, you know, like, not oh, mad boozing, just four hell, You two beers. are so unprofessional, aren't you? Fucking I know. Hell, I have been <laughs> up all night revising, reviewing the fights. I got up at 6am this morning, watched the John Fury fucking video again. I'm fucking on it. Mate, listen, look, just when all this booze is floating around your ass, like, I've got a bottle of gin in there. It's like, it's hard, isn't it? Once you do a day graft, you come home, you look at the bottle, you think I'll have a cheeky one, one turns into three. And you're searching for wine and all that. And uh, do you know what? I feel a bit ropey, but having a look at John over there, I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hey, Kaya, as you're uh, not drinking, you don't drink midweek, do you? That's not going too well, mate. And also... One, one, of, my, one of our joint mates, he, he, he was messaged me the other day. He goes, I was listening to your pod the other day. He goes, Kaya's chatting fucking bollocks about he don't drink midweek. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I've got to stop <laughs> saying that. that. I don't know. I don't know who it was, but I got. You know what? It's Christmas. Loads to talk about again. What? What a fight week! And also, I'm out on Saturday with me mates. A few mates, brothers, going to be there. So I'm really, really excited about it. But yeah, what? What a good weekend we just had. That fight on the on Saturday night in uh, in Arizona was was an absolute fucking war, wasn't it? Yeah. We're going to go with that first. You will, yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm not going to bore you too long, but uh, I do want to say I apologise for my absence last week. Um, As the pod was going on, I was at Gatwick on my way to Australia. And I tell you what, Australia is a lovely place. Or so I've heard anyway, because I'm not fucking there. (laughs) I didn't fucking get through, can you believe? As you boys know, handed over my passport, wouldn't scan. He went, you ain't going nowhere, bruv. I went, what do you mean? He went, it's not scanning. I went, 
well, just type in the numbers. We go, no, I can't do that. Australia immigration needed a scan. And they said, right, that's it. See you later. So I sent my missus on her way, and I am here. Why wasn't it scanning? Well, there's a tiny bit of damage, a tiny bit. But I've been all over the fucking shop uh, over the past couple of years with that passport. Like I've been Vegas twice, Marbella, Gran Canaria, Ibiza, all on that passport in the same amount of damage that it's got now. But they've never scanned it before. And, um, oh, yeah, just w- wasn't happening. Hell. But I was fucking standing there, right? My missus, she's like, she loves Disney. She's got a Mickey Mouse jumper on. <laughs> I'm standing there in my fucking nice jumper and my Fruit of the Loom jogging bottoms. And he's like, you're not coming. I was like, do we look like a threat? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do we look like we're going to fucking cause havoc in Australia? For fuck's sake. I reckon sake. it was the Fruit of the Looms, mate. Should have <laughs> wore some Nike or Adidas yeah. and I let you through. <laughs> fucking hell. Unbelievable. Anyway. I reckon the night before he's taken a 2p out of his pocket, <laughs> scratched that corner of his picture, just because he didn't want to miss the day of reckoning. It's all about the day of reckoning, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? You didn't want to watch it at six in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> On the plus side, though, you're right. I get to see um, get to see the day of reckoning without any distractions. And uh, and I'm going to the darts on Wednesday. Fucking buzzing for that. Fuck, I'd love to go there. Don't tell me, you yeah. are you at the back or have you got a table? We've got a table, bruv. Nah, you got a table. We're going up with the poor people. Oh, fuck off. Fuck you can't hell. afford a table. <laughs> 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 Mate, I wouldn't go if I was sat at the back. I don't see the fucking point. Nah, no, I'm, I'm going. I've got to have a table if I'm going. It's got to have a table, wouldn't you? Wearing a Viking hat and all that. What are you going to write on your old fucking, you know, your card? What are you going to write on that? I'm going to write... Um, Wish you was here, love. So you're missing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Unlucky, babe, I'm at the fucking darts while you're fucking with your mum and dad. <laughs> you could carve it in with that 2P. Oh, mate. Anyway, let's talk about it now. Come on, let's get straight into it. Just before we get into the day of reckoning, let's just talk about, briefly, because I know everyone wants to bust their load on the old day of reckoning, but just briefly, we're going to Sonny Edwards and uh, Josh Kelly. Um, so, yeah, thoughts on the fight? Kyle, we'll start with you. I mean, look, look, before I give you the thoughts on the fight, I think kind of the fallout afterwards, I think the way people just jump on people as soon as they lose. I know Sonny Edwards is kind of, he has to take his medicine now because he's quite outspoken on social media. So, you know, I think as far as I can see, he's posting pictures of himself of all the cuts and bruises, full frontal picture. He's taking his medicine like a man. Do you know what I mean? That's not, you know, not all fighters do that. And I feel like, you know, a bit like David Adelaide when he lost against Wardley. You know, he took his medicine like a man. And I don't know what these people want. They don't want fighters to fucking sell these fights to us. Sonny yeah. Edwards sold that fight. David Adelaide sold that fight. So if you lose, you lose. I, I think we should, you know, stop short on just jumping on people as soon as they lose. Because I was hyped for the fight. What, what does people want? They just want to be quiet in press conferences. Don't sell it to us. Don't say anything. So this is a result of it. Now, as long as you take your medicine like a man and lose with some dignity and, you know, be humble in defeat, then I ain't got a problem with it. I ain't going to jump on Sonny Edwards now. Not because I, I like him, because I like him as a boxer, and I like the way he, you know, the way he's added so much, like, razzmatazz to those lower weights. Without him, it would have been boring, that whole build-up. So, yeah, so big up Sonny Edwards for coming out and facing the music. And, you know, people like Tyson Fury, that's one that springs to mind straight away. You know, did, didn't even lose against Ngannou and just scurried off. Didn't even do a post-fight press conference. I think James DeGaulle, when he lost to Eubank, was the same. You know what I mean? Didn't do a post-fight, just scurried off and retired. 
And you know what? Us fans, boxing fans, when we pay our subscriptions, that should be part of your deal. It should be in the Hold contract. On. I've got to pull you, though. Go on. Tyson Fury, after the Ngannou fight, he stood in the ring and he congratulated Ngannou and he said he's better than most people. And he was quite respectful to Ngannou but he after won, John. in the ring. Easy huh? done, isn't it? He won. And, and Sant, and in the morning, he uh, he done he done an interview as well, didn't he? And but then he scurried off. So he did he did a couple of nah, things. I don't, I don't, that's not enough, mate. He wanted more. It was it was I a massive event. Sonny Edwards press conference. I see the Bam uh, press conference. Sonny, Sonny Edwards has done loads of content. Go on IFL I've boxing. I've seen him do interviews. You said not press conference. Yeah, but you know he'd, he'd been knocked out. You're not going to sit in a prep. He was face planted in the fight. Yeah. So I think I don't think you should really be doing press conference. I know Josh. I he had to go straight to hospital, didn't he? Yeah, Joshua did one versus Ruiz. I'm not sure if I totally agree with that, but he come and faced the music. So all I'm trying to say is, if a fighter's going to sell a fight to you know to us, he's going to if he's willing to take the, his medicine afterwards, then I think that's uh, commendable. Do you know what I mean? The commendable. But when the fight started, I thought Sonny had the game plan spot on. You know, he was moving around, plenty of ring IQ. Uh, popping the jab. He was getting caught with jabs. You're, you're in there with an elite fighter, but after four rounds, I had Sonny 3-1 up. Don't know about you lot. No, <laughs> I had him 3-1 up. <laughs> no? You all looking at me like that for? You didn't have him 3-1 up after four rounds. I had him 3-1 up. I think uh, Chris Mannix had it 2-all. He gave round three to fucking Bam. I don't know what fight you was watching. But, I, but then in the fifth round, uh, he got caught with something and decided to trade, right? And I think that's when it all started going fucking wrong for him. Even when he got, I think, got back to the the corner, end of the fifth round, sixth round, Dalton Smith come out of nowhere, jumps on the apron, starts shouting at him, "Fucking move! What are you doing? Trading with this this absolute banger in Bam Rodriguez? You got to move. Use your ring IQ. All the stuff that you're great at. Matalani was a banger, but he didn't he didn't stand and trade with him once in twelve rounds. He got caught a few times, but game plan went out the window. And um, you know, rather than just go through the whole fight, I think you know we'll just summarize it a little bit here. I think it was the wrong game plan. I know Sonny's excuse at the end was, you know, you can't just mm. keep moving because his lead hand is that good. Agreed. But I think the bottom of that list is don't stand and trade with him. Maybe, you know, keep moving and see if you can nick rounds here or there. Pot shotting and moving, using your lateral movement, your ring IQ, all the stuff that you're brilliant at. He didn't do any of that stuff. And I think Machismo got the better of him. And um, yeah, he come a cropper as a result of it. But yeah, listen, he'll come again. He'll come again. Go on. All right. You said similar shit about Condon, right? About wrong game plan. Sometimes you just got to give the devil his due. Bam's that guy. He's that fucking guy. When we done this last week and you said, what, what's your prediction? I went, oh, I went back and forward like that. And I said Sonny on points. I think the reason why I probably said Sonny is like the eye test, like he's amazing what he does. He's ring IQ. You're thinking, yeah, if he's going to get Bam to fight, he's fight. Thinking, yeah, maybe he can pot shot and win this fight on points. But when you look at all the other tangibles, I shouldn't have gone with Sonny Edwards. Because like when you look at height, reach, well, Sam reach last week, that's important, seven-inch reach, I went against that. You look at the resume of Bam, that was suggesting he's been in there with better opposition and knocked him out, right? Uh, that was better than Sonny Edwards. In the ring on the night, after they rehydrated, Bam looked massive. He looked massive compared to Sonny Edwards. Looked absolutely massive. And... Um, I knew, I knew the, the sunny IV drip, huh? The IV drip, the old IV drip. Yeah, we could talk about that, but you know, it could be a possible way of fighting him down the line. He could bring that up, but I feel like Sonny Edwards, his confidence and the way he sold the fight, he almost sold it to me. Well, he did sell it to me because I predicted him, predicted him to win on points. 
But in that ring, I thought Bam was unbelievable. The way he was cutting the ring down was fucking next level. His little feints. That I knew, I think it was in the first round or the second round, I thought Son's going to lose this fight. That, Shut Bam, up. That, what a I'm telling you shit, now. Mate. Let me tell you what I see. Let me tell you what I see. <laughs> and I thought, this, this ain't happening, right? Let me tell you what I see. Bam's jab is fucking on another level. That ramrod, piston jab from the South's poor stars. When he threw that jab at, it's like a piston, and Sonny does what Sonny does. He sort of goes backwards so that it makes him miss, and then he usually makes some pace with them counter punches with a little hook over the top, right? When he did that, the first time he threw that jab out, he, he went back. When he threw it, he missed, and he was quite, he missed by quite a bit. He was out of range. I thought, oh, I thought, what's that? He can't get his ranges. His reach too long. Is his arm too long? It's like he was countering, but he, like, Bam was wise to that move. And then he was coming back. And I thought, oh, he did it about two or three times. I thought, he's not connecting with him. He can't get the range. And Sonny, that's how Sonny wins his fights. He tees off. He counters them over their jab. And then he moves. And what he was doing, when he was missing, he was falling into the pocket. And then when he kept falling into the pocket, Bam was better than him in the pocket. Those short little choppy hooks on the inside, going upstairs, downstairs. Just think he had his number in, in every department. And then he was having, because he kept missing, he kept falling in. And when he kept falling in, that's where he was getting tagged. And then obviously he got his eye socket broke or whatever in the second round. Props to Sonny Edwards. Absolute warrior. Talk the talk. I, I agree. I don't agree with any of that Twitter stuff. I mean, I agree with it if it's like a bit of banter and fun. Do you know what I mean? But Because he's been giving it. But he's a warrior, this kid. And for me, he's elite level. But he just met someone who's that little bit better than him, right? And then he got found out and he got beat and he got battered and he got knocked out, right? Or he got whatever TKO and he got taken out of there. <laughs> and you know what, though? He can come again. He's an absolute warrior. It was a pleasure, pleasure to watch. It was fun. It was enticing. I was on the edge of my seat with it. But that's it. That's all she wrote. That's it. You don't Over. think the game plan was wrong? I think he had to fight like that. Why? I think he, the way he was cutting the ring down. Because he... Because he wasn't. Because when you're missing and you're not he scoring missing. points, go watch it again. He was missing. He, has, he was three one up. I had it two all, but it was like those early rounds. It, then what happened? He started trading too long, planting his feet and trading trade. with yeah. him. Paid the price. Paid the price. And that, and yeah. that's, that's that, that is basically what happened. You don't start trading with Bam. Stupid decision. Machismo got the better of him. If he watches that back, he's going to be gutted because like, you don't know what would have happened to Bam in the in the stretch. Everyone there was talk that he was struggling for the weight, sweatsuits on, and all that. All you had to do is keep him moving. Yeah, you might have lost a few rounds on the way, but Bam might have tired in the stretch. You don't know. But standing there and trading with that man was probably the most ridiculous decision. And I think when he watches it back with his team, um, and that will be it. And it is game something. plan, John. You say you sort of said the same thing about Conlon. I'd say Wait, game plan. You said the same about Conlon. It's true. If you get the game plan, game plan wrong at this level, you you lose. It's that simple. Ain't sometimes it ain't about you know this fighter's clearly better in every area. I don't agree. You I don't... say that about every fight in history. Oh, fighter B lost because he got the game plan wrong. It's like the fucking ultimate get out, isn't it? Oh, sorry, I lost. Got the game. Bam. A longer reach, he was beating him to the punch, he was going down to the body, he was scoring points. These little flyweights, mate, they're, ca they're counting all of the points that are being scored as they're fighting. They know if they're winning or losing the round. He was hitting him to the body, he was winning, the, he was into the face, the jab to the body. Sonny was losing, he was losing the round. It was only going to go one way for me. So he stood there to trade. Disagree. He shouldn't have stood there to trade, but. Disagree. I've, 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 
I thought, I think he loses to Bam. I don't think he beats Bam at all. I think Bam's that good. I just don't think he beats him. I think, uh, respect to Sonny for fighting someone who's the bigger man in the ring. He was at whatever Superfly's gone down to fly. I mean, I think Bam can go up to Bantamweight and start fighting you and Nuez and shit like that. That's what I think he can do. I think he's that good. He started off at Light Fly as well, Bam did, by the I way. I don't care where he started off. I'm telling you where he can end up, bro. I'm telling you he's that good. shit. Absolute <laughs> shit. Unk, what do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> this is a good it's start, a good start isn't it? Isn't it? I was about to say that it's a good start first off I'll say that yeah I thought fucking he done wonders to sell that fight I mean it's all, it was always going to be a hard sell any sort of flyweight fight is going to be a hard sell but he done one. He done wonders to sell it so uh, kudos to him for that I've got to agree with Kaya I thought it was the wrong game plan it's because you're a smart man yeah, <laughs> when I was watching it, I was just thinking, oh, when he started trading with him, I was thinking, no, don't do that. He's going to get you eventually. And he did. And um, yeah, I just thought as as much as I wanted to see him trade and it was a fucking great fight because of it. I just thought, oh, come in, come in now. You normally come in, Sonny, make it a little bit boring, make him mm. miss all the time. And um, when he didn't do that, after, hold sometimes, around, yeah, after the, sort of, the full fifth round onwards, I was thinking, oh, God. This is not good. Um, and uh, and yeah, I thought it was only a matter of time before he got one bad. I didn't think he'd get knocked out, but... Um, well, he didn't get knocked out. He retired in a way. But yeah, I just thought, ah, oh, you should just have retorted to what you know. Um, and yeah, unfortunately for him as well, maybe that wouldn't have worked anyway because the left eye was getting worse and worse and it was in such a bad place around sort of eight, nine, ten. Uh, sorry, eight or nine, where, you know even if he was retorting to his old self, um, the eye would have still been such a problem that he couldn't see what was coming back at him. But I still think he didn't need to trade as much as he did. Um, but he went out on his shield. I did. He, like some people said he quit. I don't think he quit at all. Nah. Um, I thought uh, Grant Smith was um, compassionate because he knew that he couldn't see what was in front of him. So, uh, no, I thought um, kudos to him. I want to say fantastic the fact that he did trade and he gave us a great fight but I think he could have won that fight had he not basically that was it no really. he couldn't he don't win that fight I felt on I think he was losing I think on the outside I just felt like he was beating him to the punch bam I thought he was his reactions his little feints where he was moving Sonny I think where Sonny gets moved to a certain corner then he'll slip out pivot hit someone then bang he's off that weren't working it weren't working he was maneuvering him he's putting him into positions then they was fighting and they were standing. Did he stand too long? Yeah, maybe. But I think in most areas, I felt Bam was, it just looked, even like when you look at like, the, I know he's not known for power, Sonny, but like, even when you look at Bam, like the way he was setting his feet, the, the jab, like the backhand, the hooks, the pop, the snap, it's like a certain technique and power that he was delivering in those shots. As you say, that jab broke his eye socket. So you've got to remember yeah. what Sonny's feeling in the ring and then that's going to make him wary about what he's, I don't know. I just felt that, I loved Sonny Edwards as well. I thought his amazing performance, courageous, plenty of bollocks. So all like this back foot fighter, pot shot and that, and how skillful he is, he's got a heart, you know, heart of a lion. Like you look at people like Dubois, we're going to talk about later. Like he, he, he not wanting to get up and that. He got up and I think would have gone out for another run. But uh, I, I want to see Sonny again. He's box office. Yeah, I'd love to hold up and everything. But I think that bam is just special, special look, talent. There, there was a really moment great. in round, I think it's six or seven when, yeah, Bam. Look, by the way, Bam's going to go down as one of the greatest that ever have done it by the time he's retired. Pam for Pam, he's mate. only 23 Pam years Pam. old and look what he's done already in the sport. 
because I'll say that about Bam, unbelievable elite fighter. So is Sonny. And there was a moment, I think it was in round six, where Bam was getting the better of him, trading too much. I was screaming at the TV, I went, fucking move. Do what you're good at, move. Use your fucking ring, every inch of that ring, move around. And if you get caught with an occasional power shot, so be it. But don't stand and get caught with six, seven power shots in a row. Your eyes fucked already. Like, it was the wrong game plan. But there was a moment in one of the, the back end of the rounds where Bam was taunting him. And then Bam backed off with about five seconds mm. to go. Sonny followed him. And then started sitting in the pocket and, and hitting him back. Then why'd you do that? Like, you're going back into the fire. What is it? It's his machismo sport now. He's, he's better than that, Sonny Edwards. I, I think that fight would have been a lot closer with a better game plan. He might have still lost. Who knows? He might have lost on points. But I reckon he would have seen the fight out. I know what you're saying. He, he definitely should have moved more. And, like, from what we know of Sonny and what we've seen and everything he told us that he was going to do, he didn't move as much. But I'm putting... A lot of that down to bam. That, that's all I'm saying. Maybe. I, but I don't know. Maybe. Look, listen, psychologically as well, it's easy for us to all sit here and say all of this, right? But when you're getting peppered with, with jabs, as you say, the jab was was a piston ramrod jab. It was incredible. And it must feel and like a backhand because he's, he's a flyweight. So that must feel like most flyweights' backhands. So he's obviously thought, listen, I can't, you know, I can't avoid this jab. I've got to fight fire with fire and so Good. be it. Maybe that's what happened. But it's wrong. It was wrong. And that's why Dalton Smith jumped up on the fucking apron. What was he with the fucking all of a sudden Dalton Smith? Because he's man. getting angry. They're all getting angry on the corner going, like, what are you fucking doing? Island, trade him with this man. Do not trade with this man. But look, he'll he'll come again and uh, respect to Sonny again for taking his medicine. Keep prom- promoting the fights. I think mean, any any fighter listens to this, just keep promoting it. Keep with the trash talking. We all love it. We all want to be sold these 100%. fights. Yeah. And at the end of the fight. All those dickheads that troll you on Twitter, they're just dickheads anyway. Fuck Don't them. worry about them. Yeah. Fuck them all off. And just keep doing what you're doing. Come out of your fucking, you know, your, your brilliant ring walks, your 21 and all. I don't mind all of that. Do you know what I mean? That's... 20, tw- yeah, I know it's 21 and 1. Well, it's 20. Well, it should be 20 and 1. <laughs> right? I know what you mean, but like, we've got to move away from this thing where fighters are now wary of saying trash talking too much just in case they lose. If you lose, bruv, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Anyway, boom. Unk. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Bam was just too good, even if Sonny had that different game plan. Um, he was sensational. So um, anyway, fair play to both boys. They've done very well. Well done, Sonny Edwards. Commiserations, but we can't wait to see you again. Now, Josh Kelly, very quickly, I'm going to start. Fantastic performance. Fucking awful opponent. Fucking awful. I don't know where they found him. Terrible. Dreadful, honestly. I was so pissed off. I was like, he, they build him up as this knockout artist. Who's he been knocking out? The binman, the fucking postman. Like, ah, oh, rubbish. Just honestly, it really pissed me off. I've got to be honest. Josh Kelly looks great. I can't wait to see him in another in a good fight with a name. Um, but um, yeah, I think that was a massive letdown. I was expecting some fireworks after the way they build this guy. But um, yeah, I mean, going forward. Does he beat the likes of Eubank? Does he beat the likes of Conor Ben? I don't know. I don't know. But um, decent performance against a load of pwn. Johnny Vote? 
Load of pwn, what a load of wank. It was so fucking disappointing, wasn't it? As soon as it finished, I just thought, oh, fuck my life, man. I'm like, waiting up to watch this load no. of shit. Just like, this is boxing. When you look at Bam v um, uh, Edwards, that's like top notch, like number one v number two. Then you go and fucking watch um, uh, Josh Kelly, Ramirez. Just a load of shit. Just don't do boxing no favours. People watch that. Who is this guy? Weak as fucking piss, man. Sitting there on his knee, didn't want to get up no. for the can, didn't want to know, shouldn't have been in the ring. Just come over to get his paycheck. I hope any promoter over here never ever has him over here mm. again. That room, I totally agree. Oh, yeah, shit, wasting my time, wasting my yeah. I'm paying my subscription to watch all this shit. Like, no thanks. Yeah, and there's plenty of fighters out there. If they I got was five ring, beers deep. Was... <laughs> I was five beers deep when he started fucking fighting. I thought, fucking it, this is going to be a firefight. Fucking hell, I was just at the end of it, I was just pissed and disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Fight our fight with matches. Yeah, mate. Fuck it. Oh, look, what else can I add to that, boys? It was a load of old shit, as you just both said. Who does Kelly fight next? What, what's, what's going on? Does he does he beat any of these guys? What do you think? Do we know? Has he had the middle fight since he got destroyed by Avenition? What more do we know? We don't really, I suppose we know from the Troy Williamson fight, handled him pretty easily. I'll tell you what I do know. I do know that he's with the wrong promoter, because I'm not sure if Eddie would have stuck that fucking donut in there with one of his top... He's a late replacement, Late replacement. Yeah, but fucking hell. Really? You can't find someone off the British top 20, you know, list. Someone who's like ready, ready and raring to go. I ain't got any names at the top of my head. Is that the best you can do? Fly some geezer over that's willing to do it for a couple of grand or whatever. Don't know how much he got paid, that Ramirez. But I, I just feel like Josh Kelly's a, a very, very good fighter. Is he elite yet? Probably not. But he's up there. He's up there. He's ranked number one in the WBO. Like you just got to match him correctly. It's time to go now. Yeah, it's time to go, but you're not going to, it's not going to be time to go with Wasserman. I'm sorry. It isn't. You need to fight out your rest of your contract there. And Cali as well, at the end of it, you know, bless Cali. I love him a bit. I've listened to that geezer all day long, but he was making it. Oh, it was a real highlight knockout. And you know, that's going to send shockwaves through the world and all that. Fucking really? You know, you can fool... Like, casuals are not watching that. Like, who are you talking to? The hardcores? Because we're looking at that and thinking you're talking out your Eris. No one's yeah. believing that. It's fucking send, send shockwaves through nobody, mate. So, um, yeah, Josh Kelly's with the wrong promoter. I think it's time for him to... He's rebuilt himself now and move on to, to a bigger promoter. Go to Queensbury, go to Matram, um, and then continue on your career from there. Because he, another world title shot's looming for Josh Kelly, but he needs good fights building up to that. You can't go from that div to go fighting Tim Zoo. You get ironed out. So it's it's just the way it is. I, I think it gets ironed out by Tim Zoo anyway. Got to be honest. Well, at the moment, you'd say so, wouldn't you? But I don't know. So let's get on to it. The day of reckoning. Fucking hell, I am so excited. I know it's not Joshua Wilder, but I'm over that. This is going to be epic. Fucking hell, I'm just raring to go. I think all three of them are really good fights. Tight fights. Tighter than people think. So um, let's start off with, what should we do? Josh Wallin first? Yeah, go straight in. Balls deep. In there. Bareback. No foreplay. <laughs> Bareback. <laughs> what? Yeah. So then, right. <laughs> Joshua Wallin. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say first of all, Joshua looks in a fantastic place, better than I've seen him in a long time. I know he's gone over to Ben Davidson, which uh, you can have your opinions on it. Is it a good move? Is it not a good move? Either way, 
in spirit wise, he looks blinding and uh, he looks like he wants to do business on Wallin, who has been a bit mouthy and Joshua don't like that. So how do we see it going? Johnny B, coming your way first. Give us your thoughts on the whole situation and the fight. Bareback. <laughs> okay, bareback style. So I'm going to go straight in and talk about Ben Davison. So Johnny Nelson is saying that you, Anthony Joshua's a Porsche. Now, you don't give a Porsche to Ben Davison. I thought, right, that's a bit of a fucking, fucking debate. He's saying that about old boxer-sized Ben. I rate Ben Davison. I always have done. I love listening to him talk about boxing. I know people might be wanting to switch this pod off right now, but I do. I just, I like the way he uh, breaks down fights. I like the way he explains fights. Um, and I feel that's a lot of time in fighting, it's all about communications. And, um, you know, Otto Wallin, his sound bites are Anthony Joshua is mentally weak. This is the big buzzword around Anthony Joshua. He's too mentally weak. But, you know, look at Ben Davison. He had Tyson Fury. He got him back from, you know, whatever the mental health problems that, back into the ring. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders had his problems. He got Billy Joe Saunders back in the ring. So, it's obviously something with Ben Davison. And like this, you know, he's come out of nowhere, right? And, you know, he's, the fighters that he's had, Lee Wood, you know, Josh Taylor, Billy Joe Saunders, Lee McGregor, you know, training with like Devin Haney, Isaac Lowe, whatever now, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury. Do you think all of those fighters would fight with Ben Davison if he wasn't good at his job or if he didn't know how to speak, you know, and analyse and break down fights. So most of these fighters, like look at Lee Wood, he changed Lee Wood around. Like more of a technical slick fighter now. So I think it's a good move, personally. I think Anthony Joshua is over there in Texas with Derek James. They're saying this because Derek James, whatever, he's busy, he couldn't do it. But I think there might be more to it. I think he, he's got his home comforts over here. So I think a happy fighter is a dangerous fighter. So I'm not mad about the... Um, yeah, I'm not upset about the, the team up. But um, yeah, I was watching Anthony Joshua hit the pads and I was listening to him uh, talk. And uh, I said my first prediction was, I think Anthony Joshua is going to be conservative. He's got, you know, that Klitschko mindset now. Don't need to just go in and blow people away. You know, use his range. Um, thinks, you know, fight smarter. I think he's going to go to points and he ain't going to take risks with Wallin. That's what I said in our other pod, right? I've changed my mind. I think Anthony Joshua's going to knock him out. Do you know that? I don't think Ai Wallin's going to see, hear the end bell. I really don't. I think he's going to get to him late on in the fight. Ooh. I think he's going to knock him the fuck out. I really do. Ooh. I feel like listening to him talk, and we always say that, you know, like, you don't know, sometimes you listen to fighters, seeing him fud those fucking pads, and then, like, see Ben Davison, like, whoo, doing that sort of facial expression. He's got the power. I think he had Otto Wallin for, like, years as a sparring partner. He's fought him in the amateurs. He knows his game. We all know Otto Wiley's game. We know exactly what he's going to do. I think he's going to get to him, and then I think he's going to make him pay towards the end of the fight. I think he's going to knock him the fuck out. That's what I think is going to happen. Interesting. Interesting. Listen, the stuff you're saying about Ben Davison, just to add to that, Johnny B, yeah, it's like it takes a lot to come in, to infiltrate this sport as a coach with no experience, as a young man, under 30 years of age, all these you know, senior coaches around you, Rob McCracken's and the Adam Booths and all that floating about. And, you know, even Shane McGuigan's come from boxing stock and Ben Davison just come from nowhere. So it takes a lot of balls to come in here and say, you know what, I want to train you. I want to train you and get yourself in the gym and do all the hours with the, with the, with the fighters. So you got to tip your hat to him. You know, in terms of his credentials, you know, they speak for themselves. He's, he's done okay in the sport. He's done good things in the sport at his young age. Give him another 10 years. He could be one of the best coaches in this country if, if, if he isn't already 
up there. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not hating on Ben Davison at all. Um, it's it's a, it's a difficult sport to get, especially a sport where, you know, everyone's fucking judging each other. And is he good enough to do that? And, is he, you know, he don't know what he's talking about. It's a very judgmental sport. People with sensitive characters and personalities in it. So, you know, it takes a lot to do what he did. And and in terms of in terms of uh, Anthony Joshua, it's a perfect uh, situation for him to be at home, home comforts, all his best mates be up ran, wrapped around him, only a phone call away, his family wrapped around him. Perfect. Uh, you know what I mean? All that going to America at his age, I don't think I don't think it works. I really don't. And especially when you're not fighter number one in the Derek James gym. You know what I mean? Derek James will never see you totally as his agree. premium fighter ever. And you need to have that. You know what I mean? You, you don't want someone coming in and changing too much shit up at this point. You want someone in you can just blend with and just get inside your psyche a little bit and get you to just see things the way you want to see them rather than just fucking pummel your brain with a load of bollocks. And you think, you know what, that's too much. But in terms of Otto Wallin, right, everyone's like talking about him as this really slick, brilliant southpaw. I just don't think he's as impressive as everyone's making out. Do you know that? And everyone's referring to the, like the Fury fight, you know, but let's have it right. He split that eye early and still couldn't beat Fury with one eye. Right, and Fury won that fight. Didn't win it by much, but he couldn't beat a man with one eye. That's a fact. And when you go through his resume, really not that impressive. Everyone, well, he beat Gassiev. Gassiev's a cruiserweight who's had one or two fights in the last three years. He's gone up to heavyweight, not really beating anyone, and that was a split decision win as well. He's not a banger, right? He can't hit. He doesn't hit hard. He's had one knockout since 2018. That's that's five years. He's knocked one person out. That's that was Travis Kaufman. Right, everyone's gonna go. Who the fuck is he? Exactly. Who the fuck is Travis Kau- uh, Kaufman? So I think everyone's raving about this really slick, brilliant, big southpaw. This I don't think he troubles Joshua. I don't. So I don't think Joshua's gonna respect his power. That's the first thing. And as you say, uh, John, he's already done him in the amateurs. I wouldn't be surprised if he stops him. I don't think he does. I think he beats him on points because I think there's too much riding on the line. It's number one versus number two in the IBF. So whoever, sorry, number two versus number three in the IBF, whoever wins this will fight Philip Ergovich. So I'm afraid to say I don't think we see the Wilder fight next. I think Matram go and get that IBF belt. And, you know, I don't want him to do that. I want to see the Wilder fight next. But I think financial, from a financial standpoint, that might be a better avenue for, for Joshua because I think he beats Ergovich as well. But um, yeah, I don't, everyone's raving about O'Wallin like he's the fucking, the man to do the business. I'm not seeing it that way at all. I think Joshua wins convincingly on points. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yeah, well, I start off with fucking hell. Carl Frotch is on one, isn't he? Ever since he started this YouTube channel, that man is on one. Got to love the Frotch. What's that all about? He's brilliant, right? He's brilliant. <laughs> what is that all about? I, he's, he, he is pure entertainment. But oh, I, don't, I can't. I don't think Joshua's mentally weak. Okay, he's had a few. He's had a few years where. You could say he's been tentative in the ring, but I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think he's mentally weak. I don't agree with that at all. Um, on the Ben Davidson thing, I think you bang on what you said. I think it was you, John, who just said it then about working with someone closer to home. You get more of a rapport. You just do. Like English and Americans have a certain rapport, but English and English have a seriously good rapport most of the time. And Ben Davidson seems to build up great rapports with everyone. So I do think for mindset, for for comfort, for 
the understanding of each other when they're working together, I think that's great. And they can have a good little laugh because, again, you know, you're bouncing off that same British humour. Um, I think that's great. However, I do agree with Johnny Nelson. I do agree with Johnny Nelson. I just think Ben Davidson, great trainer, great trainer, but not yet the great trainer that should be that should be training the likes of Fury, obviously, because Fury had to let him go. I just don't, I don't know if he's ready for the kind of Joshua level yet. As I say, I said it in a video, in 10 years' time, I'd say yes. But I think someone with serious experience, like I know he's not going to go back to Rob McCracken, but that kind of calibre, that would have been, for me, what he should have gone to for this last period of his career. But he hasn't. So I don't know. We'll see on Saturday night. But um, yeah, I've got reservations of Ben, but I've also got some good things that I think Ben can do for him. But on on the situation of Wallin, I think he is going to be a bit of a handful. But I'm loving this fucking, I'm loving this new Joshua, this, mm. this Joshua that wants to come in and fucking do damage to the world. That's what he looks like every time I see him now. In the press conference, yeah. as we yeah, saw, mate. he was just... Yeah, he looks like he's a mean bastard now, and um, and I love it. And um, I think he's going to knock him out, but I think it's going to be a little bit tricky at times. And um, I think Wallin will be a bit of a handful for a number of rounds, but I think Joshua will get to him late when he when he finally works him out, and when one lands, he only needs one to land, and then the rest of it's going to be Wallin having to recover from that. And I think Joshua will finish him off. That's how I'm going. This is perfect for, for Ben because in this fight, they're going to have to do something to set something up because you ain't just going to fucking hit Wallin. You ain't just going to find him in the ring anywhere and hit him. You're going to have to do something to break him down and set up a specific move. So this is going to be an interesting matchup with Ben. But like, I know what you're saying about Ben Davison because you think to yourself, like Billy Joe Saunders, he trained Billy Joe Saunders for a bit and then Billy Joe Saunders left him and went to Tibbs. And you've got Tyson Fury, he dropped him and then he went to uh, Sugar Hill. Then you sort of think to yourself, well, Tyson Fury nearly lost to Wilder. So if he had lost to Wilder, well, if he had left Sugar Hill. So sometimes you get these trainers and fighters, and sometimes there's a little bit of luck involved as well. You know, you get that victory, and all of a sudden you're the man. Do you know what I mean? You say go back to Rob McCracken, but it's like, at the pros, Rob McCracken, like, how many? I don't know, he had Carl Frotch, didn't he? But I don't know. It comes down to sometimes... You need the experience. I've got all the I've got the qualifications. I'm box size Ben, but I ain't got the experience. So how do I get the experience? It's like you just gotta get in there and get the experience, and then you know you start to build your resume. But yeah, I um yeah I don't know. I think I, yeah. So I like the the, the anti Joshua. I like this the, the mean guy in the press conference, and I think his ego is dented. And he's sitting there next to Eddie Hearn, and all of a sudden they ain't the top promoter of this event. I think his ego's a bit dented. And I think Tyson Fury, you know, going off, I'm the lineal champion, I'm this. I think if he can go in there and knock Wallin out, he can stand up and have a claim to the phone and say, you know what, I'm that guy. Tyson Fury deals with uh, Usyk. You ain't fought me yet. I did this to Wallin, you didn't. It's a nice little narrative there. And I think he'll go after that narrative, I do, in the later uh, rounds. I think if he's winning convincingly, I I think he just rides it out. Towards the end, I mean, you got as I say, go back to what I said earlier. I try Wallin doesn't possess power. He doesn't possess power. You, you know, he's beat. He goes a distance with people like Camel Sokolowski, Rydell Booker, and who else was on there? Dominic Brazil and shit like that. And it's like you know, you haven't really. Obviously, there's, he's a big lump. If he catches you on the chin, it's good night. But I think Joshua's too schooled and too long in the tooth now to uh, to really get in there and do all these silly trade ups. 
too much on the line. You know, he wants to be three-time world champion. So if he's got a heavy lead going into sort of the ninth, 10th and 11th, 12th round, I think he just sees it through. I'd like a high, highlight reel knockout. Sorry to uh, ruin everyone's fucking... Uh, I'd like that, but obviously I just can't, I can't see it. I disagree. I think if he's got a a bit of a lead going, I think that's when he might step on the gas because he wants that high, highlight reel knockout to sort of prove wrong Maybe. all the doubters. I, I think he'll do that. But I just I see it a little bit similar as the Hellanius fight in a way where Hellanius was moving around all night mm. and he was on the ropes all night. I think Wallin will be in that position, but... Wallin is a southpaw. He's much more schooled than Hellanius. And I think the finger's up. But um, I think... Is he? When, what, yeah, no, oh, he is. He's, mate, he's much better than Hellanius. Yeah, he is. He's miles he's better than Hellanius. Wallin like, done in the sport, boys. Everyone's... That's what I mean. Like, Dillion everyone's White going on Hellanius about fucking What's Wallin ever done in this sport? Nothing. Yeah, but Hellanius, come on, bro. Dillion White won every round against Hellanius. There's Dillion White. I know, White. Hellanius ran around the ring. But if you're comparing what Wallin... To Hellanius, I think that's a good matchup. Uh, on it and on it, Hellanius, the one who battered uh, Adam Kaunaki twice. If that's in there with Wallin, who wins that fight? I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't mean it like you that. I me. meant I meant with Hellanius on the ropes most of the night and moving around all night, and Joshua trying to find that, trying to find that one punch to get through. I think we're going to see something like that. But I think Wallin is tricky, and. Um, I think it's it's going to get through eventually, but it's going to be very tricky for a, for the most part of the fight. It may not be a war. I want a war, but I don't know if it's going to no. be. Because what happens in a fight is that when it, whatever, you're in the 10th round and Wallin's like, I'm 8-2 down here, which I think it will be something like that. I'm going to be about 8-2 down. This is his moment. He ain't going to get another moment like this. And then they start taking a bit of caution, don't they? And then it might slip something, take a risk to get in. And then that's when the trap is set and bang, good night. And he knocks him out. I get hope that don't happen that, that fucks my as for, as for this thing, I'll say as well, I said to you before, what on earth is he going with Ben Davison for in terms of like, that's Tyson Fury's mate. Like, can you trust him in the corner? Like if you can fight Tyson Fury. And I was thinking about it and I thought, you know what? These are professionals, isn't it? It's business. And you think about Tyson Fury, Dropped Ben Davison to go for Sugar Hill. So that was business. Dropped Peter Fury to go with Ben Davison. That was business. So maybe now, you know, Ben Davison is a professional trainer. He's got his gym. You know, Anthony Josh is going to start working with him. Maybe you can trust him in the corner. Maybe they can, can pro- uh, build a professional relationship. And then do you know what? If he gets in the ring with Tyson Fury, it's like, well, the guy you got in your corner, Sugar Hill, you dropped me for him. So what, I'm not allowed to... Drop you. Money talks, and baby. Joshua, it works both if, ways. If ben ben, ben Davis is getting 10% <laughs> for argument's sake. Imagine what 10% of that wilder money is going to look like. Fucking hell. That's what, that's what Johnny was saying. Off, that's what Johnny was saying. He was saying, look, it's great. It could be a good thing for AJ, but at the end of the day, the, the one person who's benefiting is Ben. So Ben Ben's a good salesman, man. But I reckon ben, Ben's man, like managed to land himself in so many good camps, like the Saunders camp, uh, the Fury camp, Haney camp, and now the Joshua camp. So that man can fucking sell. Um, There's some ruthless fuckers out there, mate. There's some people that just don't even go to Australia so they can go to the fucking darts match. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> but listen, I, I, I don't, I don't want to be harsh to Ben. I don't. I, I just, all I'm saying is, I totally agree with Johnny in the fact that, not to bang on about this Ben stuff, but look, I liken it to this. If you're if you've got a football team and um, you've got a footballer who's just retired, he's been a couple of years retired, 
and you've got a top football team, would you want him taking over the football team or would you want a kind of Alex Ferguson? If Alex Ferguson had to start somewhere, didn't he? How no, about his but first season not the for point. Man United? That's not the point. Ben Davidson has started somewhere. He's with Lee Wood like for the most part, right? So his his career with Lee Wood's going to lead to another great fighter that he can build up from there. But I just feel like it's it's at the end of the day, right? Ben Davidson, I haven't got the exact stats here, but what's he been around for? Like seven or eight years? And he only started on he only started teaching boxing because Fury needed or Billy Joe needed someone. <laughs> no, he needed so they needed someone to help them with pads out in Marbella a few years back. Yeah. So again, it's just it, it, I totally agree with Johnny because the experience wise and the knowledge is not all there. It will be, not yet. That's all I'm saying. But it is what it is. It's fucking it's Listen, done. look, it's like it's like in a relationship, right? Right. When you meet a girl, it's not whether you're perfect or whether she's perfect. It's whether you're perfect together, right, as a couple. And it's the same <laughs> in boxing. Like, maybe Joshua, I'm going to give you my reasoning behind that. I know you're both looking at me like I'm some sort of cunt, right? <laughs> what I'm trying to say... Yeah, yeah I was looking I at you because of the David Brent. Thing, he done the melting pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was about to do it. I was uh, trying to say. Thought, Fuck so what it is, is Joshua the, maybe doesn't want... It's the consummation of love from one side to another, the melting <laughs> pot. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, right, Joshua don't want a senior coach trying to fill his head up with too much shit, change this, change that in the corner, screaming at his face. Maybe Joshua don't want that. He's had that yeah, for the last point, two fights. Point. Robert Garcia and fucking Derek James. Maybe he wants someone just there as a little support system, someone that's from the UK, someone that you can understand what they're fucking saying or get the banter in tra- uh, training camp. Maybe that's, that's the perfect match. So when you come together, it's like two harmonious individuals <laughs> coupling together as one. I don't know. <laughs> coupling together, yeah? Is that what you call it now? Is that what the kids call but it But do you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what he but needs. No, what he does, what he needs is someone to say, Fucking training starts at 6 a.m. in the morning. We're doing the I hill think runs. he needs that. There, he knows that anyway. fucking at the gym. He knows how to throw. No, no, we don't. This is... No, we will. And it's not what Garcia was saying. Saying he was dictating the training. And that's why... Remember? And that's why he left Garcia. Yeah, but maybe Joshua don't need we'll that. We'll talk about this later with John Fury and Tyson Fury. Camps in decline. So who's calling the shots with Ben... Joshua's Davidson calling the shots. Anthony Joshua. How do you know that? Because I guarantee it. Ben ain't going to be calling no shots. Because <laughs> it's, it's all, all about, about coming together as well. <laughs> That's what you fucking need. Move on. Yes, let's move on. So we'll move on to, let's do Dubois first. Dubois versus Juice Springsteen. Now then. <laughs> Johnny B, we're coming to you first. What do you reckon? You got Dubois coming off that loss to Usyk. Quit again. I think we can all agree, quit again. you got Miller coming off the ban, but then going into the Bracamonte fight, then the Cardenas fight. You like Nobody's heard of these people, but a slow UD decision and then a knockout of Cardenas and then a solid knockout of Lucas Brown. Make of what you will, Lucas Brown. Don't know, really. Not, not the best fighter, but still a knockout. And now... He has in front of him Dubois. Go. Bear back again, bruv. I'll go straight in. 
fuck Gerald Miller, man. Fuck Gerald Miller. I was watching him last night because I knew he was going to do the pod. And do you know what? Oh, I don't think Dubois is going to win this fight. But I, do you know what? I was watching some of Miller's early fights. Harry was just walking people down and knocking them the fuck out. And every punch he was throwing, he, there was this one fight he had with Donovan. Oh, he battered the hell out of this geezer. Worst referee I've ever seen in my life in the ring, mate. Just, just thinking, you're going to stop this fight, bruv. Like, this, this guy's getting his head basically caved in. One of the worst knockouts you see. And as you're looking at it, you're like, what was Miller full of then? He ain't no top-level fight. You know, he must have been injecting EPO, like steroids. So I'm just thinking, like, you can just get in the ring and do that to a guy full of drugs. I've got no time for the fat mug. I really ain't, so I just hope he loses. Vada testing. Um, there is Vada testing. He's had, mate, he's had five five Vada tests in seven days, he's had. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think Dubois wins. Because I, I don't think this fucking Sherman Clump, the, the clumpster, fucking <laughs> does anything in this fight about being juiced up. How can you look like that with side breasts? And, and throw fucking 80 to 100 punches around. I think you take all that out of his system, then um, I think I think the chickens are going to come home to roost yeah. for Sherman Clump this weekend. And I think Daniel Dubois is going to ping his head off. And this is the heart talking, by the way. This is the heart, because I've never, ever wanted a result or an outcome more than this in my I life. I, 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 want, I, want in, I want his head jabbed off, and then he just goes into the fucking distance, and we don't see that... I was going to call him a fat fucker, but fuck it, he is a fat fucker. That's exactly he what he's a fat cheating fucker, isn't he? Um, <laughs> and if I see him anywhere in Essex, I'll walk up to him and go, all right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you but, know um, for good boxer, Miller. Do you know what's mad, right? I ain't picking him up in the cab. He fucking don't do my suspension, mate. <laughs> Won't be able to go over no fucking road Won't bumps. in the cab. But he's, um, <laughs> i tell you something's mad though, right? When you watch him, when he when he pumps out the jab and he sort of he tucks his chin in, you know that the uppercut ain't there because of his chest. Well, because he ain't got a neck. You know, like no, but I'm saying he tucks his chin in. Like his chest is so big, you want to throw an uppercut to catch him. This is like his chest is almost. That's because his way. fucking head chin. goes nose, yeah. chin, chest. There's he's nothing in between. He's built like a it's fucking baseball, isn't he? Yeah, fuck that geezer, mate. <laughs> I hope he loses. Honestly, I hope he loses and retires. If he loses. Where does he go? Who's going to... I'm just a bit annoyed he's even on the fucking card. It's still pissing me off that he's on the card. He shouldn't be on that card earning money. I know. And then you got you got Frank Warren in an interview the other day talking about Conor Ben. I thought, shut the fuck up. Shut, you're having a good year. Yeah. Just shut the yeah. fuck up. Like, well after said. you've just put Dubois in the ring with Miller in Saudi, you're getting whatever your 10% or whatever you're getting out of that. Shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing about Conor Ben whatsoever. Couldn't agree um, more. But yeah, like in terms of Daniel Dubois... We talk about fighters now. We talked about Sonny Edwards earlier, you know, bit down on his gum shield, went to 10 rounds, even though he's getting battered around or whatever from, from whatever the fourth round on. All those cuts over his eyes, drops down, still gets up. Like, I don't think Dubois back this life. He's a big guy. I think he's been in the ring. I said it before, you know, fully sparring. I think he's been used to hitting people, bullying people. Then as soon as he's come up against, you know, top quality opposition, he's been found wanting. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but this ain't top quality opposition, is it? Exactly. Who? Dubois not Miller's coming not up against top opposition. quality opposition now. Well, I was going to say, I think he's better than Dubois. From what nah. I see from the eye test, and say, oh, take away know, all bro. the EPO and all that, I think he's better than Dubois. I genuinely nah, do. You're, I don't on you're on some. I don't. Fuck, you, you're still hanging from last night. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen him against Bracamonte? 
I think that he come for he don't just come. I think he's got more little things going on when he comes forward than just like a big lump that just walks forward all square on. I think he understands the range quite well. I think he sort of gets his head down out of the way to sort of stay out of range, pops out that jab, and I think he slips punches wells and he comes well and he comes over the top with hooks and he goes down upstairs downstairs. And once he's on top of you and he's weighing three hundred pounds, it wears people the fuck down. I think he, I think he's a better fighter than you. I'm think. annoyed you're even do. making a case for him. To be honest, I feel like fucking, I feel like leaving the you're pod now. You fucking predicted Miller to win last Who? week, you mug. I've never picked you. Miller to win, not one time. Go find the receipts. There ain't no fucking receipts, <laughs> mate. I've, I've said Daniel Dubois from Day Dot. He's in my acca. I'll share my acca with everyone at the end. Ten pound to get you two thousand two hundred pound of my acca. Oh really? I'll send that over. If I'll you want to jump on with me, jump I'll... on. I will. I will. What is it gets you what? £10 gets you two two thousand two hundred. Ever since I've known you, you never fucking won one, but still send it over because I am intrigued. <laughs> um I do you know what, right? I, I I disagree. I no, I agree that obviously he should not be there. No way in a million years. However, I think they've had a fucking I think it's a great idea to put him there because he's he's entertaining. It's a very good Sells fight. Sells the tickets. It's yeah. a very good fight for Dubois because it's perfect to get him back where he needs to go. And the winner will face Joe Joyce, they reckon. So, uh, again, that's really interesting as well. Joyce against Miller's decent fight still, but Joyce against Dubois, I'd love to see that again. Anyway, I think, yeah, so entertainment factor, he's brilliant. He shouldn't be in the ring, though. However, this fight, I think, fucking hell, he was he was a great fighter back in the day. Two, pre-2018 Miller, he was a great fighter. And he was a great fighter for one reason. Everything was in his system. That's why yeah, he was a great fighter. The chemist fighter. could serve up. The chemist. He was a yeah. walking boots. So he was a great fighter then. And he could come forward. He could pressure whatever was thrown at him. He could take it. Uh, he didn't get tired. Had great endurance, great stamina and um, and power. He still got the power. But he's a stone and a half heavier, as we can see. He is so slow. <laughs> He'd be heavier than you already I know. Is. He was 315 Fucking pounds hell. when he fought that uh, Dinu back in the day. And everyone he went... He can't win this fight, boys. Oh, I know. He's going to be so slow. So slow. And yes, I think... I've said it in a video, funny enough. But when he comes out, I think he's going to be trying to walk Dubois down. But he's going to get tired. As long as Dubois just weathers that storm, he's going to get tired, Miller. And... Um, Dubois is going to be able to unload on the cunt. He's going to have so much opportunity to fucking bang this big fucking twonk out. And I hope he does, as we all do. Um, but yeah, I can't see it in a million years that he's going to be any sort uh, of... Who, who's Dubois beat that making you two think Dubois Everyone's so talking good. about Dubois being a quitter, right? And admittedly, he did quit. Who's he beat? No, 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 Kaya, let me just answer that. Let me just answer that. Sorry, let me just answer that. When you say, who's he beat? I agree. However... I'm talking about the opposition that he's in with now. I'm talking about what Miller is. Miller was a very good fighter. Now he's slow. He hasn't got the drugs in his system. He can't do what he used to do. You watch that Bracamonte fight. Fucking Dave Allen would have beaten him. No offense, Dave Allen. Don't take any offense to that. But all right. But listen, right, let me come uh, back uh, at that. listen. But the point I was making was the point I was making was Dubois is in there now with an opponent that Dubois has faced a million times. 
all them chumps that he's knocked out along the oh, way. Oh, get the hell out of here, man. Like, let me tell you now. Fucking tell him. Speak. Fucking let tell him. Bring it on. I've got bareback. I've gone let in without speak. fucking... Let me speak. Right. <laughs> so, so, Canelo, do you believe Canelo had tainted beef or do you reckon he was on something? Do you believe... Let me get this. Let me unload this clip, right? Do you believe that Tyson Fury is eating wild boar or he was on sale? They're all it's fucking on it, right? But yet, they get caught. They get caught. Then they're not like all of a sudden just because they're on stuff. We saying Conor Ben was it the eggs? Was it was it not the eggs? Still putting a good performance in his his last fight after. So what I'm saying is a lot it's of people strong. get done for drugs. They come back and then they still can perform in the ring. And I'm just saying you go and look at Gerald Miller's resume. It's a lot better than Dubois' resume. And I know what you're saying from the eye test, from what you see from Dubois, big strong guy. You know he's got that great balance, the one two and all that. I don't rate him. I don't rate him. Can he knock Gerald Miller out? 100%. He can see he's got power. You can see he's got power. On the way in, he could time him and he could hit him and he could drop him, right? 100%. That's possible. But if he doesn't and if he, he hits him and nothing happens or he keeps slipping those shots, right, and it goes the distance, I don't think Dubois has the heart or the ability to go to the trenches, I don't think he's about that world, and I think he loses. But all you points. right, that's you my, watch, you watch Bracamonte, the Bracamonte fight. You j- you watch the Lucas Brown fight, and you watch the Bracamonte fight. After the Lucas Brown fight, he looked like he was going to die. After the Bracamonte fight, ten rounder that was against Bracamonte is ridiculously slow. He was fucked, fucked. Right, so. I think it's going to, I agree that he's going to come forward and I agree that, you know, he is going to, I think Dubois is going to throw a lot and I think he's going to bounce off of Jarrell Miller's head. But it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. When he gets tired, as long as Dubois just, yeah, as long as Dubois does have, we talk about mental weakness, as long as he does have the uh, mental strength to get through them first six or seven rounds, I think he's going to have a field day. That's what I'm saying. He's not the same fighter, John. Right. He's not the same fighter. Let me fighter. talk now. So, in, in reference to you saying about Canelo's tainted beef and clomiphene and all this, right? They're levels to drug cheats. Yeah. Like, they're levels to ever, anyone who's over the limit of, of doing whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, Gerald Miller is, is probably got the worst condition in terms of being an athlete, probably the worst conditioned athlete you'll ever see in your life. So, I think to to... to Judge him based on what he had in his system versus what Canelo had in his system. I think this, you're talking about apples and fucking pears, mate. The two different worlds, two different worlds. He had every drug in his system which allowed him to go in there. He should be fucking done for attempted manslaughter. Uh, only for, how do you know, for, in all of the fights? Oh, come on, mate. Drugs. No, you, you can't, look, for the AJ you can't look like that with, with the biggest pair of fucking carpets in the world. Throwing 300 punches Tyson around. Fury looks like that. They could be fucking brothers. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I, be, I, be, I believe um, I believe Daniel Dubois wins on points because I think that big head and that big frame is too hard to move. Unless, as you say, Jarrell Miller, um, he gasses and then Dubois just piles it on and the ref stops it. But I, yeah, I, I think Dubois wins that fight on points. Yeah, I, I think Dubois is going to clean him out. Do. I I want that to be the case, and if that happens, I'll be jumping. Don't up change and down. your I'll fucking tune there, son. <laughs> I ain't fucking changing it, bruv. But what I'm saying is, I think Gerald Miller brings him down the straight into the later rounds, and he wins on points. He ain't gonna That's make it to happens. the later rounds. He's gonna be go. fucking dying on the fucking canvas, fucked with with steroids dripping out of him. And yeah, just on the old. Oh, we've done it now. Fuck it, I can't bother. 
It's beginning to look a lot like, like Christmas. Everywhere you go. Okay then, now, this is the one for me that I'm most excited about. I'm excited about the whole thing. I'm excited about Joshua, but fucking hell, this one. Oh, mate, I can't wait. So I've done a video the other day. I wish I'd have taken a fucking screenshot, but the comments, right? The comments were brilliant. The first, so it went like, first comment, Wilder by KO, round two. Next comment, tell you what, Parker's got a chance here. He's a, he's a better fighter than people think. Next comment, Wilder's going to do a fucking demolition on him. Next comment, yeah, but Parker's pretty good. Wilder's fucking going to absolutely 50, destroy it? him. It was like, it was so 50-50, so 50-50. So, um, yeah, can't wait, can't fucking wait. Um, Johnny B, coming to you first. How do you see it playing out? Let me just uh, remind you, you picked Wilder. No, no, you picked Parker as well, didn't you? We all yeah, that's did. why I'm glad you told us about them comments. Makes us sound like less of a fucking bunch of melts now. That it's 50-50, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you know what? So in the, there's another, we've got another pod out where um, we go through the whole card, don't we, on the other pod that's out. And, um, but yeah. Download now. We all chose Parker. And when I came out with, I thought Parker was going to win on points. I thought, shit, I'm going to be the only one who says it. And then all three of us said it. And then we thought, you know, we're going to get obliterated <laughs> after it. But no one really did. It was sort of a little bit 50-50 out there, uh, as you say. But you know what? I've been looking more into it, right? And I watched the uh, the face-off with Parker and Wilder. And weren't it nice? Weren't they friendly to each other? And I thought, no, Joe Parker. And it just started to make me remember Parker against Dillian White. And then when he got in the ring, it was all nicey-nicey. And then like he lost that fight to Dillian White because he was just being too nice. And in the end, Dillian White was just Yeah, but when's Parker ever been... When's he ever been aggressive or confrontational? But that's his problem. But that's always been his problem. He's not aggressive enough. If you look at him in his fights, the Chisora fight, he should have just put his foot down there and got Chisora out. He did And the junior far fight, Anthony Joshua fight, Dillian White. But there's this other side to him. If you could just add this to your game... It could make all the difference. But anyway, I ain't going to go on too long about it because I've changed my fucking mind, basically. Oh, I think that he's going to come in here. And you know what? I've actually thought about it a lot because I thought, you know what? I want to be the guy to say, I told you Parker was going to win this fight. I want to be that guy. But I've, I'm, after the fucking Edwards ban, when I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Bam was going to win that fight and I went with Edwards, I'm going to go on what I think. And I just think that he is going to come in heavy. He ain't, his legs, he's getting older. His legs ain't what they used to be when he won the, whatever the world title against uh, Ruiz and that. So I just think to myself that he is going to have to stand there. It's going to be over 12 rounds. Wilder has picked this fight for a fucking reason. He's got like 100 million pound fight stand sitting there against Anthony Joshua. They're not fucking stupid, him and Malik Scott, right? They're going to get in the ring. He ain't going to be able to move as much as he wants to move Parker. And then if you look at Wilder, see that Hellenius fight? He dropped Hellenius off the back foot. He walked him onto something, right? So that's what Wilder can do. He can come forward, edging forward, finding his rage, popping out that jab and then detonate one on you. Or he can walk backwards and then set you up with saying and hit you. He can beat you two ways. And I think Parker will be up in this fight. I think he's going to win rounds, but over 12 rounds, he's going to get hit. I see him get hit against Junior Fart. I see him get hit against Chisora. He gets hit. Right, and he's going to get hit by Wilder, and it only takes one punch. And I think Wilder knocks him out. Don't want it to happen. Wait, do I've I, got to pick you, you up on something there. 
I do want him to to knock him out actually because I want to see him fight. Anthony I've got Joshua. to pick you up on. He didn't pick this fight, did he? Because um, the fight was made. The whole card was made within a few days. So the amount of money they offered him, he didn't really have a choice. So it's not as if he picked it. Do you know what I mean? If he thought if he thought Parker was a threat, he wouldn't be taking it because he knows the money fighters against Anthony Joshua. You telling me Team Wilder couldn't say we ain't f- fuck Parker? Why are they going to fight Parker? You telling me they couldn't say get someone else for us? Or you think who? what the, the Turkey Ali Shakes says you have to hundred percent. Who else was Parker's there? got? T- yeah, Parker's got ties in with Tyson Fury. They got to keep Tyson Fury sweet. Frank Warren it all ties in together. What do you want him to do? Fight some nah. fucking bum? Parker's the perfect fight. I, I yeah. agree with you, Uncle. I think he had no choice but to take the fight. No I, I, choice. I he didn't have a choice. I don't know how much he's getting paid. He uh, can just don't take the fight and don't be on the card. But then you lose out on millions. So it was like, you got to take this fight because okay. Joshua's waiting for you at the other All end. Right. And um, you had to take the fight. Simple as that. Simple as that. He obviously thinks Joe Parker's going to be an easy night's work. But I'm not, I'm not changing my mind. I think he comes a cropper. I ain't going to hold it for too long because I think what's going to happen is going to happen. That's what we want to hear. Oh, no. You know, I feel like he's going Parker's going to avoid the right hand because I think he's schooled enough to avoid the right hand. You see Lewis Ortiz avoid the right hand fucking over two fights. And Luis Ortiz, as we know, is fucking, you know, was nearing his 80th birthday at the time. Parker's only 31. So it's like, Parker's good enough and he's got enough foot speed to avoid the right hand. And I can... Not anymore. He's older now, son. He's 32, 31. Wilder's had one round in four years. That's what people forget. Wars, look, he's fucking obliterated by Joe Joyce. He fucking got a bit of that. Yeah, Joe but Joyce. he was landed on Joe Joyce. Where's his energy now, the other day? Wilder, Wilder's finished. Johnny B, where's his fucking energy the I'll other day? Change, I'm conflict flop. You gotta mate. change your I'm mind. Oh, you can flip flop, mate. <laughs> yeah, you can fucking flip flop. I'm not flip flopping. Joe Parker, 10 to 1. Nah. 10 to 1 shot to Is stop he really? Wilder. Yeah. And There's I think he's for that. I know. reason he stops him late. That's why my acres two and a half grand, by the way, because of Joe Parker. That's why, yeah. I'm sorry. I know. Do you know what? I know what you're saying. Uncle's like, fucking hell. Wanted it to be a clean sweep. No, good. I've got to be true yeah, to myself. Good. I've got no, I've got to be true to myself. Because, you know, I actually wanted to be the guy that says, I told you all about Parker. But when I look at it... Well, you fucking thinking, weren't, was you? Nah, I can't. I can't. But I, I've, I've got to go with it. I think, I think Wilder's going to knock him out. I really do. I think he knocks him out I, late. I, 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 I think really I think he's all going to play in the hands of Anthony Joshua and Matrim because... If if Wilder if and when Wilder loses, I believe he loses this fight because I think this is Joe Parker's time. He's not really had his moment yeah. as he in, in a boxing ring. Joe Parker, this is it. This is it in front of the whole fucking, fucking world. Chances, huh? son. How many chances do you want to have? Well, that, well, he had Anthony Joshua and Joe and Joyce, Joyce. Billy on White, Anthony Joshua. Fucking hell, he's had more chances than anyone I know, out there. Do but you know I, I think mean? this is it now. He's he's in early thirties. I think he takes this. That's your, there's your receipts there, bruv. There are your receipts there. Well, I've got receipts on Milder, mate. I've got receipts on Milder. He's done a whole, a, lot, a whole lot of getting slapped about in the last four years, Wilder has. And, you know. Yeah. And what? And when, hold on. Hold on. And when Luis Ortiz had him up against the rope and he was banging him left, right, left, right, he's still standing. And how many rounds did he go? No doubt he's Jordan got heart, John. Fucking warrior. He's got a chin, mate. He's got a one chin. One thing I'll say about him, he's got one of the biggest hearts in boxing, Deontay Wilder. That's a fact. But father time don't wait for no man. We all know this, yeah? He's in his mid to late 30s. He's here for, for the money. That's fact. Looks like he's 25. He, looks he like he's 25. What's the matter what you look like? It's fucking I can dye my hair and look 25. Ain't going to fucking change anything, does it? 
But uh, for for me, I don't know. I don't know what his reasoning for beer is. It's it's for the money. I believe it's for the money. I think Joe Parker's got a. You can say that about. I think all. Joe Parker's got a bigger bigger uh, carrot at the end of this, and I think Deontay Wilder takes his eye off the ball and loses. And I think that whole fight goes away with what uh, with Joshua. I hope I'm wrong because I still want to see the Joshua fight. But yeah, I'm not changing my mind. If if anything, I'm even more convinced. Ooh. Interesting. How about you, Unc? Yeah, I think Wilder's going to knock him out in a few rounds, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I'm, I'm here now. I've done it, right? And I, listen, do you know what? I've been a pussy, really, because I, I, I've said it that I think Parker's going to win. But my whole way along, I've been thinking, oh, I'm going to get so much stick for that. Do you know what I mean? But luckily, a few people have come on, on board as well and said, oh, this is a closer fight than we all thought at first. But yeah, I'm here now. I'm in the, I'm in the vinegar stroke and I'm just going for it. I'm going Parker. I'm just, I don't give a fuck. I think Wilder, you cannot tell me that man is going to be the same fighter. He was um, no chance after one round in two years, one round in two years, the fury fight. We don't know how much that took out of him. All the fury fights. We don't know how much that took out of him. He's, He's there purely for the money. Okay, Parker's there for the money, but Parker's still young, a lot younger as well. That goes unnoticed. He's got seven, seven or eight years on him. Still young. He's still hungry. Parker wouldn't have taken this fight if he didn't think he could beat him. And I think, I think, I just, I just think Wilder's the inactivity is going to fuck him. I do. Having said that, Parker's got a better resume as well, by the way. Yeah, if Wilder had been active, I'd, I'd be going Wilder all day. If we if this was two years ago, no, if mm. this was three years ago after he knocked out, oh, don't start Brazil. slippering over this side, son. No. Stay on your side. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on your side, man. I'm You're saying, in the blue corner, you two. I'm, I'm in saying. the fucking red corner over here. I'm telling you now, if Parker wins on points, I will not say, oh, well, I did think it. I'm standing with it because I I went into it last night and I looked at it. And I'm standing firmly over it. You I'm saying over there, around about the time that he knocked Brazil's head out the stadium, if that fight had been, if this fight had been made, then I'd be going wilder all day. But the inactivity, he's going to tire. The fact John, that he's been away. He's been, uh, he, he's been, he's been away. He's been doing all sorts of things. He's been doing music, playing golf. Wilder will tire in this fight. He's, his mind has not been on this, and you cannot go into a boxing fight of this magnitude with your might, your mind not one hundred percent on this. While um, Parker has been 100% on this all year. He may have had a ropeo performance against Massey, but um, since then he's looked all right. I know they're nowhere near the calibre of Wilder, but I think it plays a lot. Uh, It makes a lot of difference. Wilder struggles against boxers as well. He struggles against uh, pure boxers, you know, good fighters with good ring IQ and, you know, good fundamentals. He's Andy Lee as well. You see him knocking out the likes of... Brazil and things. Hmm? Andy Lee as well. Do you know what I mean? That he could not have a more perfect trainer for him. That could not he could not have a more perfect trainer. He's been there in the wilder yeah. fights, the wilder fury fights. Listen, he could He's get sparked. Smart. Yeah, listen, Look, I'm not I'm not under I'm any illusion. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's boxing. No one can see what I'm doing now. <laughs> John's offering us the coffee but, beans. But listen, right? <laughs> But listen, all right, f- fair enough. Look, anyway, it's heavyweight boxing. Joshua could lose to Wallin, but it's not going to happen. And I think Wilder tires in this fight. Ryan, round the championship rounds, I think he tires. And he's always dangerous. So Parker's got to be careful on entry. 
be very, very careful on entry. But when he tires, I think it'll just all, all it'll just all be too much for him. And I think he gets Parker's. You just, say about uh, his feet, he's still got fast hands, man. He's still got fast hands. And Park, name someone who's had fast hands that Park that Wilder's been in there with. Fury. I'm changing my mind. Yeah, other than I'm Fury. Yeah, yeah. My mind. of course. All right, listen. Let's, um, I just want to tell you my acca, right? And you lot can jump on this. John, you're not going to jump on this because you've already flip-flop over to the fucking other <laughs> side. But it is Junior Farr to get stopped by Frank Sanchez. Agreed. It is Ellis, Ellis Zorro to get stopped by Opataya. Oh, I don't know about that. They want to be, as soon as the front bell goes for Zorro, they want to have the fucking towel yeah, in their hand. Yeah, be ready, ready, ref. Yeah. As soon as he walks in and touches gloves. And there's no IBF him. belt, which I feel even worse for now, Veli, sorry, because he can't even go home and say a challenge for the world title. How much would your racker if you had Zorro to win? Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. A billion. <laughs> Euro <laughs> millions. I, I, I feel like I've won the Euro millions. No, um, I've got those two. I've got um, Hergovic to stop Mark Demori. I've got um, Joshua to beat Wallin on points. Parker to knock out Wilder to stop Wilder. That's the one. I think that's a bit iffy. And there's another one in there. Who's the other one? Who's the other fucking fights on there? Dubois, sorry, Dubois to beat Miller on points. And I think I've got Bivol to stop Lyndon Arthur. And I think uh, those seven selections... I'm going to do one. I ain't going to do it on KO. Just or do point. Yeah, I'll do victory. But I'd agree with all of them. And I'd do all of them by victory. It won't be too grand, obviously. Yeah, we'll but see. yeah, it'll be a decent bet. Um, shall we just finish off with, um, yeah, I mean, just for all the listeners, we're not going to touch on the rest of it too much because, you know, Hergovic is going to win. Uh, Ellis Zorro, I hope he comes out of it fucking with his head. Um, and uh, who else is it? France, yeah, Sanchez is going to beat far. So, yeah, that's that. Um, so, yeah, interesting stuff in the world of John Fury and Tyson Fury, the camp. He's not happy. So, I know you're itching to say something about this, John. Unload your clip. No, I, I just think it's madness, isn't it? Like John Fury saying that the camp is in decline. Basically saying um, that Sugar Hill is not the right trainer for him. Um, and, yeah, you're sort of listening to John Fury unload his clip. And he's not happy. He's saying, like, look at the performance against Ungarno. Look at the shape that Tyson Fury came in. Um, he's obviously, like, he wasn't a strong body. He used the word like it was like a flamange. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like, why are you saying that? Are you, is, is this what's really happening? Are you trying to reverse psychology for Tyson Fury so he trains more? He's got too many yes-men in the camp. Obviously, this is what happens to a lot of athletes at the top level. Um, or is it a little get-out clause? Tyson Fury loses. Ah, oh, well, you know, he weren't, didn't have the white team around you. He looks sandbite from over there. But, um it's interesting. It really is. And I, I I was listening to it and I thought to myself, has Tyson Fury's feet gone? Like we've said that enough, or I've said it enough that, you know, this new style with Sugar Hill coming forward, sitting down on his shots. Is he, does he have to do that now? That, that Tyson Fury against a Klitschko flying around the ring, that Tyson Fury's gone. I don't think you can get that Tyson Fury no more. So maybe with your Usyk's, the speed of foot that he has, the training camps that he has, he takes this stuff serious. Do you know what I mean? He ain't out there drinking 10 pints of lager in Marbella and getting chucked out of cabs. So, like, this guy's going to be taking it serious. So, is Sugar Hill, Tyson Fury, is it more of a front foot approach? Are they, like, going to be sitting down on their shots trying to get Tyson, uh, Usyk out of there? And then John Fury saying more work needs to be in the gym, more running, more ring work, more working on your speed of foot on the outside, like working off the jab. So it, it sounded to me that there is a 
uh, a difference of opinion on the fighting style going into this ring. And that's what I've got from it. I don't know about you guys. What, what did you get? I from think it? it's just a bit of a narcissistic interview. It's ironic he's sitting there going, I've never taken a pound off either of my sons, which I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not, but I find that very hard to believe that he hasn't taken any of that Tommy Fury KSI money or he hasn't taken a cent from either son. Maybe it's true, but he's sitting there. The irony, he's sitting there with freebets.com yeah. fucking T-shirt <laughs> and hat on. I'm thinking, he's fucking selling your soul there and then. Who's fucking heard of freebets.com? Oh, I ain't heard By of By the way, freebets.com, if you want to sponsor Yeah, us, yeah, yeah, I will have it. I'll it. fucking wear your underpants. Fucking <laughs> 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 free bets. I'll, I'll, yeah, mate. Yeah, that's, I just found it quite, quite ironic that he could sit there. But listen, it's yeah. the same with a father-son duo, isn't it? Like Chris Eubank. He gets all touchy, doesn't he? When Chris Eubank Jr. didn't want to have him as part of the camp, it starts going on. Fuck it. It makes me feel really awkward watching it. Goes on, does loads of interviews, digging his son out and that. And it just reeks of that, doesn't it? It's like you're not really needed in camp. So your next thing is to go, right, the camp's in decline. How do you know if you're not there? If the camp's in decline? Are you, are you standing there watching all the sessions? Probably not. And also, you know, Sugar Hill's a good coach, isn't he? He mastermind. He changed Tyson Fury's style and turned him into sort of a, a boxer puncher. Whereas before he was a tippy tap merchant. So I think you need to put a little bit of respect on Sugar Hill's name and where you know he's come from and you know the, the history of that gym, the Cronk gym. So I think that's a little bit. That was a little bit disrespectful, but it just reeks of a little bit of narcissism from me. I didn't like it. What? So you don't think he's trying to get inside people's heads or he wants stuff changed? You just think he's being narcissistic sounding out? I just think, yeah, why would you go fucking dig your son's training camp out? Six or seven training camp out. Training camp? <laughs> training camp? Yeah, training camp. You know, why why would you do that? It make any sense. It's not helpful. It doesn't help, you know, Tyson Fury moving forward in his camp. I don't know. Just left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. I've never been... One of those, uh, you know, been fans of fucking fathers digging out their fucking kids online. What's that all about? Not for me. Maybe it's because I've got kids myself. I'd never do that to mine. Not for me, mate. Narcissistic. I think you might have been a bit of a bluff. You think? I don't think you'd do that. Bluff. I think he's sm- I think he might have been a bit of a bluff. Oh, in I, the do you sense know what? That go on, go on. He's done it to obviously squirt a bit of confidence into into Usyk thinking that, you know, their camp's going bad and everything. I don't know. I don't know. If there were serious problems. Usyk's tunnel vision, man. <laughs> Can I just say something? It's mad. When you said that, I'm nodding up and down in the green and Kaya's going side to side. <laughs> oh, fucking pair of melts. Oh, what are you going I'm, on about? He could be. No. Could be. You're talking about Usyk here. You're not talking about some emotional, irrational character. You're talking about the fucking one of the most tunnel vision boxers in the last 20 years. You ain't going to give two shits about what John Fury's. He probably ain't even watched the interview. Talking about Usyk. Come on, boys. That's a fucking reach. I think it's a good reach. I think it's a good reach. I'm telling you, mate, them, them travellers, mate, they're all into that shit, man. Fucking fine. Yeah, but people that buy it. You think huh? Usyk's sitting there going, well, I wonder what Fury's doing over no, there. No, nah. I didn't mean it like that. I, 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 meant it as, I meant it as a kind of John Fury's going... Well, look over here. Things are going bad, whereas things are could be going really well. I, I think it's like a kind of look over here sort of moment. That's what I'm saying. I just don't think I don't. I think he's mm-hmm. fucking smart enough to know that if things were going wrong, you wouldn't go out in the media and 
spout all that about the fucking how bad things are in camp because that's just going to add even more issues to the camp, isn't it? Yeah, but uh, yeah, but a lot of people get butt hurt, don't they? I oh, know, but a lot of people get but, butt hurt. Pride goes all over yeah, you. Gaff. But, John Fury's a man with pride. If he's been told he's he's surplus to requirements, then you start throwing your toys out, didn't you? Yeah, goes. but him and him and Tyson, him and Tyson are close. Him and Tyson are close, man. If they've got problems, they'll have it out man to man. I don't know. I think he gets on Tyson's tits sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. I think it might be a bluff myself. Although it, I said to you on uh, when when I sent it over to you boys, I said you know he was saying stuff that did make sense in a way. However, I just don't think that's the way to deal with it. And I think he's, yeah, I think it's a bluff. Boys, boys, when 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 uh, Tyson Fury beat Otto Wallin, John Fury was in the studio at BT. Sacked a lot of them. Oh, my son, bro. He was saying that then. Sacked a lot of them after the Wallin fight with Ben Davison before he went to Sugar Hill. So he said it about Ben Davison. So this is what he does. John Fury, innit? Just shoots from the hip. Maybe it's just him sanding off. He's not happy with a few things. He is on the edge. Just thought he's sand up. Well, blame sand your own son maybe. then for turning up against Ngannou. Fucking out of shape. Don't blame no one but your camp. son. Yeah, but look. He's not in the camp. Yeah, but the thing is, Tyson Fury will do what Tyson Fury wants to do. If you don't want to fucking train and walk in. But then you're going to lose. You're going to lose. Yeah, oh, he, oh, he's going to lose this fight anyway, because I don't think he's got enough time to get ready for someone like Usyk. Usyk's always ready. And I think you, you probably need six months, mate, to even get into that space where you're fucking even going to compete with him. I, I Actually, more this goes on, I feel like it's more and more one-sided. I think Usyk beats him easily. That's what I think. Fucking well, well that's hell, another man. fucking pod for Madness, another day, isn't it? Madness. But I feel like... Right, should we... Uh, should we... Uh, on? Um, we're going to quickly talk about Chris Eubank going down the IBO route. Yeah, far away. So, Chris Eubank Jr. rejects the fight with Conor Ben. Some people are like, right, all that money was on the table, didn't want the fight. I actually think that's a good idea. I think after the whole drugs thing with Ben, let Ben go off and fight whoever, that fight was probably still be there. But a bit of a mad one that he didn't take the fight. So now who is Chris Eubank Jr. going to fight? They're all talking about he's going to fight for the IBO. Kelly Salan came out and said that. So uh, Against who? Everyone's think- I can't pronounce again his <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> you, you knew I couldn't pronounce his name. Zhong <laughs> Pong. And then all of a sudden, uh, Chris Eubank puts a tweet out. Uh, just before I went to sleep, I agreed to fight Yanabak. Wake up in the morning, and now I'm fighting for the IBO. Like, what's going on? So he sort of Bollocks. throws Kelly Sullivan under the bus. Then after the Josh Kelly fight, Kelly Sullivan comes out. It's a bit of an awkward interview. Oh, yeah, like, I know... Uh, Chris Eubank's a bit frustrated. He's training and all that. Like, we're going to have a talk and all that. So I thought, that was a bit weird. A little bit of uh, tensions in their relationship. But what the fuck? Like, did was he really going to go down the IBO route? And everyone's just like, oh, you're a fucking charlatan. Just like what Simon Jordan said, you're full of bullshit. But like, as if he's going to fight Yanabek. And like, that's a tough fight against Yanabek. No one really knows who Yanabek is unless, you know, you're a hardcore boxing fan. And for what? A fraction of the money you could have fought Conor Ben for. That ain't going to happen. I think they're going to reel out Kel Book. I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to reel him out from somewhere. They're going to maybe get that fight. But what is happening with Chris Eubank Jr.? Are we happy for these Kel Book, Conor Ben, Josh Kelly maybe, uh, Billy Joe Saunders is coming back? Is that where we are? These like just drama, British fights. There's no title on the line. It's just like that sort of dust up. 
or do you actually want to see him have a world title? Do you think he's going to have a world title fight? What did you think? I, I think he's full of bollocks. That's what I think he's full of. What do you think? I, I think that whole fucking situation's a load of bollocks. I wouldn't even, I'll go as far as to say that I think Cali Saland has gone on, got on the phone to Chris Eubank and gone, look, We've pulled out of this fucking Ben fight because they weren't it up. We're not accepting that money, blah, blah, blah. How do we fucking maneuver this so we don't look like a fucking pair of pair of cunts? All right? Let's just say it how it is. And I think Chris has gone, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna put all this on your door. And Kelly's gone, all right, well, listen, I'll fucking take it. I don't give a shit. Say what you want. I will say this. And Chris has got up in the morning and gone, right. I went to bed think you know, thinking I'm fighting Janny Beck, or I was never gonna fight anyway. And he's added the Sourlands and gone, like, what's going on here? I reckon they're all in on it just to get his fucking profile so he don't look like a fucking, he's dodged Connor Ben. And Cali's now going to take a little bit of rap for it. And it's just all part of the game. It's like part, a bit, part of a big front. They've definitely orchestrated it so it's, it looks like that. 100%. Why would you, why would you act Cali Sourland? And why would you even say you were going to fight Janibek when we know that you was never going to fight him because you probably lose never. for a fraction of the never. money? You're not going to fight this IBO champion either. That's a load of old shit. Just whatever, man. Whatever. I can't even be bothered to talk about Chris Eubank Jr. at this point. Like, it's like he's fucking gone 10 steps forward and now he's taking 10 steps but, backward uh, again. Do you agree? Do, like, like, oh, do, you, do you agree with him not taking the Conor Ben fight? Or do you think he should have took that fight? I don't, I don't have a clue why he didn't take that fight. I reckon the British Boxing Board of Control. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's the thing. I think, yeah. Yeah, so I think I think he would have taken it a million percent. I, I mean, it would have been, what, probably 10 million quid or something stupid like that. Um, but either way, it would have been a career-high payday. And I think the British Boxing Board of Control have said, you do that. You're fucked. Um, I think that's that. I can't see any other reason why. I can't see any other reason why. Uh, even to add to that, I reckon he's gone to use that as leverage to get more money out of Eddie Earn and said, "Listen, the British Boxing Board of Control are threatening to take my license. If you want me to take this fight and pay your boy X amount, you're going to pay me this. If you don't pay me this, I'm fucking gone." And Eddie Eddie Earn's gone. You know what? Whatever. Just just crack on then. And um, and I think that's how that fight fell apart. Probably wanted too much money. You know, but he's given up a lot. He's given up his British Boxing Board of Control license. So fuck it. But you know, pay me then. Pay me if you want to fight. You want me to take this fight? And he's obviously not taking it. But don't give me all this bullshit about he was going to fight Janny Beck. What a load of old fucking horse shit. That's what's annoyed me the most. Like horse I, shit. I, I got off the old Eubank train ages ago. It's just, it's just, he's a, he is a charlatan. He's full of shit. He ain't about fucking getting world titles and fighting like the best people in his division. It's all about just whatever these big sort of glory fights mismatches most of the time. People that have passed their best. The gal over the hills. If George grows at the back end of his career, didn't work out that way. But I don't know. I'm not about him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bothered at all, really. So there we are. I think we'll finish it there, chaps. But uh, it's been a pleasure. And Ho, yes, ho, ho. I... Merry Christmas as well. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to say that, didn't we? All you lovely legends out there, you ruddy legends, sweet child of mine, merry fucking Christmas to the lot of you. Oh yeah, we'll be back next week as well to do the post fight, right? We're gonna be gonna do one more before the year's out, and we'll give you our we'll give you our, oh we'll give you our um uh, end of year rewards as well. Yeah, rewards. that's it. It's been a pleasure, everyone. We'll see you all soon. We'll see you next week. Abosh, abosh, abosh. <laughs>